0: Another one. Another,
1: another, another, another one. Touchdown, Jags! Another Jags Podcast. All right, welcome to another Jags Podcast, episode 95. Nine-five. That was a good year, man. Colorado Avalanche made a run to the Stanley Cup junior in high school (laughs) i was who knows math six years old (laughs) six years old but you know what either way uh 95 95 if you haven't yet followed us on twitter we are at another jack's pod facebook instagram another jack's podcast i'm joined here with joey as usual joey
0: how's it going Uh, i'm good man we're both pretty pumped up, I think, because we're playing another four and
1: eight team this week. We get we get to play a four and eight team, which is guarantees a win, right? And we're at home. Yeah. Uh, Gardner Minshew is starting. Minshew magic back. Yep. Um, Phillip Rivers is kind of on the decline right now. I call him old man Rivers at this point. It's interesting how him and Brady are kind of having the same trajectory as far as like performance, because Brady's kind of falling off too. Not as not as like far though. Like Rivers look bad. Rivers ended up. Finishing the game last week, which they lost to the Broncos, by the way. Um, 20 for 29. I'll go ahead and tease this one. Who is the Chargers' backup quarterback, Jason? (laughs) Oh, if you haven't listened to our last episode, um, it is all about Minshew, Foles, offensive line, why we're bad. Kind of like all of our episodes are. Yeah. Um, And we we brought up the fact that um, some of us in this room. One of us were a proponent of half going, of us even going <laughs> a much cheaper option at quarterback and not spending eighty eight million on on Foles, um, you know, spending three or four million on on Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, and I hope that everything that he starts against us, <laughs> he's not going to start, but he may get in um, because last week against the Broncos, Tyrod Taylor was actually warming up on the sidelines be, and not because of injury, just because of the poor performance of Philip Rivers. But did he hurt himself warming up? Tyrod Taylor, yes. Small no, bones, small wrists. He was ready to go. All right, uh, he didn't. So, um, so he's still eligible for this week. He is, and he could and should get in. Um, <laughs> so let's 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 look at it. Um, we want to kind of do a quick little recap of or a quick little preview of the Broncos game and the or the Chargers. And the Chargers aren't good. Um, they but to be fair, they had a bunch of guys injured all throughout the year, and they've gotten a lot of those guys back. Uh, the team looked much differently when they were playing their games where they lost a bunch. I mean, Derwin James has been hurt for a while. Um, is and Tomlinson back? <laughs> LT is not back, Dang. Uh, unfortunately. It's fun to watch back then. Um, Yeah, Derwin was hurt. Uh, who else was hurt? I think Hayward, uh, Melvin Gordon was hurt. Casey Hayward was hurt. Uh, Pouncey is still hurt. Antonio uh, Gates definitely hurt. <laughs> Russell Okun was hurt. I mean, they're all back. They're all back. And uh, I mean the team's good. I mean, this is a team that has Joey Bosa, and although he only had one tackle uh, against the the Broncos, I mean, Joey Bosa is a, a really good player. Melvin Ingram, uh, a very good player. I mean, he had three tackles last week, a tackle for loss uh, last week. Derwin James is a beast. I mean, we all know that. Denzel Perryman's a good player. Um, so once again,
0: they beat the Broncos, we beat the Broncos. You no, know, they lost the Broncos. They lost to the Broncos, yeah. we beat the Broncos. That means it's another guaranteed win. Well, to be
1: fair, we probably should have lost to the Broncos. Like, True. Minshew pulled that game out of you know where. I'm just trying to bring some science into this podcast, oh, Jason. We're, we're, oh, we're,
0: science, we're yes. science
1: podcast now. Okay. Yes. Uh, Thomas Davis Jr. I mean I'm surprised he's still playing, but with a six-tackle game last week, their defense is nothing to mess around with. Like, I know they get a lot of attention at, at uh, Melvin Gordon and uh, Austin Eckler. Their they got beat running back. by the Broncos.
0: Their defense can't be good.
1: Drew, <laughs> Drew Locke is good. The Broncos put up more points against us, I believe, than they did against the Chargers. They did. That's true. So,
0: mm, joke's on you, Joey. I, I'm just saying, like, you lose to the Broncos, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever any Sunday of the entire season that we should lose to the Chargers
1: the Broncos, at home. The Broncos are 4-8. So are we, and so are the Chargers. And the and the and, Okay, the Broncos are 4-8, and, and they had zero wins when we beat them. They lost their... Chubb, they lost uh Miller, and then they've won four games since then. So they're peaking at the right time. <laughs> so I think they're peaking, and I think that they may not be uh the Chargers may not be as bad as I think you're just trying to set this up so if Minshew has a good game, like you look really smart. Minshew is going to have a great second half. <laughs> a great second That's half. That's true. Yeah. I'd I mean, like to see a
0: good like first half. Nah, That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Like go up and then like Maybe we can control things and get some sacks
1: because we're up. Maybe like the game looks like the Titans, game, first Titans yes. game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our secondary is definitely going to have their hands full. And uh, I guarantee you that Rivers will not have the type of game that he had against the Broncos because you tell me how we're going to cover Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, just as receivers. Wow. And then you have Eckler coming out of the backfield. Yeah, Keenan Allen's good. Yeah, uh, yeah it's that's that's going to be an understatement. Um, and Ingrams are running back? Melvin Ingram and Austin Eckler, who are both tremendous running backs. So they're good for 200 between the two of them, at least. <laughs> 200 each? <laughs> Maybe. You're 200 each. <laughs> Mike Williams, five receptions for 117 yards against the Broncos. But look, I mean... Not the greatest team. If you look back at the Chargers' schedule, I mean, they beat the Colts week one. They lost to the Lions week two. They lost to the Texans week three. They beat the Dolphins. Everyone beat the Dolphins until recently. Then they lost. Man, this is their second loss against the Broncos.
0: Phew. That's bad. I the I Broncos must have their number. This is what it must be. So, like, every team in the NFL has our number? Like, kind of the same thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they had a rough stretch. Uh, they really did have a rough stretch. After week one, they lost five of the next six uh, after week one. Uh, they went on a two-game winning streak. They beat the Bears and the Packers. Packers is a good win. Ba- ba- Bears are a good win. Bears are garbage. Their defense is good. Yeah. The All Raiders, right. they lost the Raiders, lost the Chiefs, and lost to the Broncos again. And I'm they,
0: being super negative, but the reason I am is it's kind of like the Titans for me. Is like until we beat them— I'm not saying we can beat him because Rivers has absolutely destroyed us over the past few years. Yes. I mean, what, he had over hundred yards rushing in multiple games. I mean, he has picked us apart and he's yeah, he's down. He's getting older. He hasn't looked great this year, but hey, leave it to the Jags to, you know, prop
1: somebody back up for one more game and I hope we win, but I'm not optimistic at all. Uh, it's worth noting that the uh, there was a huge pass interference call that was called that pretty much ended the game uh, f- that wasn't even reviewed. And um, uh, many of the Chargers fans were pretty upset um, in, the, in, the, in the pass interference that was called. But uh, we can relate to that. Yeah, for right sure.
0: More than anybody. I mean, again, it's another game that the Jags should win. It's another winnable game against not a great team. Just like a lot of the other games that we've lost against not great teams. But this kind of is up Minshew's alley. I mean, he's coming back in. team's going to be fired up. He's going to be fired up. And it's a team that he beat like he did like for the teams that he beat. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I can't get excited anymore, man, honestly. I'm at that point.
1: I am excited because I think that we have a bright future. With the amount of draft capital we have and the young talent that we have, I think, Our rebuild is like two to three. I think we have a two to three year window. And I think that we're in in that in that amount of time. Look, there's a lot of variables like the coach, uh, the GM, uh, all of that stuff is is a huge variable. Um, But for next weekend, for next coming weekend, look, look, everyone is like everyone is saying there's no way we win. But we fixed all our problems by starting Minshew. That's true. Says offensive line. She could block <laughs> all five positions. And if you could play linebacker and safety as well. But uh, I think the Jags actually win this game. All right. So you're putting it up. Yeah, there. I am. I do. I think they win because. Look, Minshew's going to have that magic. Fournette's running well, man. Fournette Fournette's has, playing well. He's playing very I mean, well. I know his yards. I mean, his, his yards per carry are like three point nine. He's running behind a crap offensive line. Yeah, I mean, Fournette's terrible. had a fantastic season, but he's, he's doing well in the passing game. He is. And uh, we talked about how getting him involved in the passing game is going to be the key this year. And I'm glad that they listened no, to us. I agree.
0: You cannot knock him whatsoever.
1: Yeah, he's been good. Look, the O line. I mean, they are what they are. I mean, they're they're bad, but they they flash. They have moments where they're okay. And you know, I think there could be there could be enough of this in this game. Look, the Chargers are coming all the way over here from the West Coast. Their fans are demoralized. They lost to the game in a demoralizing fashion. They're pretty much eliminated from the. I mean, they are eliminated from the playoffs. It's two last place teams, tanking and playing for pride at the same time.
0: I think we have to go up early so we can put them in passing situations and let our
1: edge rushers get some sacks. We've. Never done that though. We haven't had one game where that's happened this year. No, well, I'm saying that's what we have to do to win at this point. <laughs> I'm
0: not saying it's going to. I'm saying that's what I think we need to do. So, uh, again, not optimistic. Maybe nine
1: three Jags. Just because I always pick the Jags to win. I uh, mean, if 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 the final score is nine to three, there's probably been a quarterback change at some point in the game. Not right. But no, I don't that think has to so. Be ir- I, mean, I, think, I think we if drive it's to the red three at halftime. you are not changing quarterbacks. No, we're winning. You're not gonna flip flop again. But if it's six to three, you just
0: went over the fact of how good their defense is. If it's six to three at halftime, everybody's pumped. No, no. There's you no gotta way Gotta score.
1: We. We've got to start scoring in the first half, dude. If we're not
0: getting smoked at halftime, there's no way that we change quarterbacks. <laughs> no way possible. I don't know. I hope Maroon does and just walks out with no I shirt on, eating does. a bologna sandwich. I, think he I does. mean, look,
1: look. The fact that Foles has this reputation of being a veteran and a smart player and cerebral, and adding the fact that he's getting paid record money for this franchise, if we're if we're, we have six points at halftime, there's there's a good chance that Foles is back in. The question will be, will Jags fans be chanting for Foles if we're losing at halftime? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Because Foles does not bring the energy and the moxie So they can care less Mintry about has. actually winning. It's just about the, like, pizzazz. I think Jags fans are smart enough to realize that winning these next couple games means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Then why were they chanting for, for
0: Mentry last week?
1: Because, uh, because that's what they're saying. They want to start to develop this quarterback ah. for the future because they realize that playing him now sets us up for the future. And I agree with them. All right. I do. Kind of like Derek Carr at Houston when he got sacked like 900 times. Uh, That's a little different. Um, A little different because Derek Carr was the number one overall pick. Um, Well, he got developed well with CTE in one season. And now he's the number one overall pick. He had high expectations, given the starting job right away, behind a terrible offensive line with no weapons. How's that a lot different? (laughs) Because Minshew was a a six-round pick. Other than the picks, how's that a lot different? There's no expectations on him.
0: He's Are like, you kidding me? Look, Dude, he set the expectations at this point by Derek playing Carr, by average.
1: If Derek Carr would have had the season that Minshew has had this year, he'd be looked at as a bust because he was no one on pick. Because Minshew was a six-round pick, the fact that he's just has a pulse. Okay, maybe not a great comparison. Now, My point being comparison. is
0: I don't think he learns anything or progresses any stretch of the imagination playing behind an awful offensive line in a team that isn't going to go anywhere. So everybody's argument with that is, yeah, get what, him in
1: there so he can get experience. Yeah, so can, what about that? Dude, what's he going to get? Experience. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, or hurt. Man, eh, he can't play like that though. You can't, you can't sure. live like that. You can't, you can't because uh, then what, what's, what's the worst that could happen? You put him in and he breaks his collarbone on his fifth row. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, his, his collarbones are strong. He's got those. <laughs> if
1: he even has Louisiana collarbones, but I mean, he's got like, just bones. like ligaments. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm just hoping that... Look, I, I think the Jags show up in this game. Look, the 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 Chargers don't have a favorable schedule going forward. They play the Jags, the Vikings, the Raiders, the Chiefs. Ouch. Yeah. Chargers fans are, are not playing for anything. They're tanking. More so than the Jags are. Because at least the Jags have a quarterback for the future. At least the Jags have two draft picks coming up in the first round for the next two years. What's well, the first good
0: point you've made this entire
1: podcast? Oh, I'll man. Look, with, look at this. One. It took me 12, 13 minutes and 24 seconds. 13
0: minutes, and he yeah. nailed it. Yeah, see? There it is. There it is. All right, so you're picking the Jags to win. What's your score? 21-14. Ooh. Yeah. Man. yeah.
1: Look, Fournette's lots of, playing lots well. Of touchdowns. Fournette's playing well. Um, I think DJ Ch- – look – Chark is is a completely different player when Minshew's in the game. True. When Minshew's in the game, DJ Chark is all of a sudden one of the best receivers in football. He actually tries and runs fast. It's not that he tries. It's that Minshew gives him an opportunity. He throws the ball to him. Shocker alert, Nick Foles. If you throw the ball to your best wide receiver, there is a chance he makes a play. Fair enough. Unbelievable. I know. The concept is, is, is insane. Dude, the very first play Minshew was in, the very first play, the pocket collapsed last week um, against the uh, Bucks. The pocket collapsed. He rolls out and then shovel passes it to Chark. Chark gets tackled for like two yards. But he gave the ball to Chark. He didn't fumble. He threw him the ball. Like, w- do that. Yeah, do that. Like, oh man, Chris Conley—he dropped the ball. Well, yeah, it does Chris Conley's terrible? <laughs> okay, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I love Chris Conley as a person. Awesome dude. Whatever. Terrible. I heard he bought a surfboard. I heard he was at Dancing <laughs> the <laughs> in the Streets. <laughs> look, uh, look. You throw the ball to your playmakers. Westbrook's elevated his game recently. I don't know what's gotten into him. He must have been, have that J- Michael Jordan secret juice. Hopefully. And, and, but him and Chark—that's all we have. Yeah. Keelan Coles even been like, "Hello, I'm still alive here." Uh, Don't give up on my man Keelan. Like, He's going to pop up somewhere next year, hopefully. He will. I like Probably the Raiders. i It's actually going to the Raiders or the Dolphins. Raiders or the Dolphins. I'm calling it right now. It's going the Dolphins. Yeah, for sure.
0: Sorry, I think they went to I'm going to stick with 9-3 though.
1: That's that's a horrible prediction. We're going to Oh, it's going to be we're, a horrible. We're going gonna to get We're going to lose. It's going to be we're gonna a horrible get game. More on that here in a second. This is um a shorter episode. We're going to take a quick break here um let our sponsors get a word in um, shout out to SB Nation shout out to overtime media um, i can't remember who the sponsor is this episode which is terrible it does change up it was yeah no, no that's it it's that microsoft
0: surface my
1: yeah, bookie it, it's it's, odd, be one of it's those. absolutely awful on my part and um it's probably why we barely get paid <laughs>
0: I will say this, though. In the next segment, I do have something positive to say about the Jaguars. Yeah, how about this? How about this? How
1: about this? Let's make the next segment a positive segment. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. All right. Sit tight, hang tight, um, and support these sponsors, and then um, we will be uh, right back. All right. Welcome back to another Jags podcast. Uh, this is episode ninety. 5 episode 85. I mean, yeah. yeah. Episode the Colorado Avalanche and how that was a great year for hockey yeah. junior in high school uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter um, and Instagram just search another Jags pod another Jags podcast will come up I'm here with Joey um, we're talking about the Chargers and Jags games coming up at home at TIA Bank I um, haven't checked the weather for that yet but I'm assuming if it's like last week it may be a little windy and um, fair weather would be a, a decent and pretty term. par for the course this winter. Yeah. Um, but we committed to making this second segment a positive segment. We did. We did. Joey did, and I jumped on the train. Yeah. And um, I'm cool with that. My positive might not be what you guys think are positive, but I do have two positives. Well, let's hear it. Go ahead and get, get Well, the to first
0: us. one is going to be, since we're winning 9-3, Lambeau goes 3-3 three for three on field goals and solidifies himself as our offensive player of the year. Lock that in. The second thing is going to be It is the Christmas season, correct. It is. is. So, I mean, everybody's doing their Black Friday shopping, their Cyber Monday shopping. The good thing about the Jaguars tanking the season is that Ross and Marshalls are going to have tons of Jaguars gear for super cheap for everybody to stock up on. So get it now. But it's going to be like Ramsey, Jersey Tees, they'll have All all kinds
1: of stuff. (laughs) I mean, for cheap. So I'm looking forward to that. That was the weakest positive <laughs> segment I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, I'll try to be positive. Um, I think Minchu has a good game against the Chargers, although their defense is good. Um, Thomas Davis, I mean, a linebacker that I wish the Jags had, leads the team with 96 tackles. Uh, Ray Jenkins, uh, decent DB. He already has three picks on the season. That's a decent amount of interceptions. Yeah, uh, for bad. this season. Not to mention, you couple him with Derwin James, who's back from injury. Um, not to mention the two quarterback monster that the Chargers have <laughs> Phillip Rivers and Tyrod Taylor. You never know, right? You never know. Um, but no, I mean, I think we match up well against the Chargers, and I think that we do win this game. And I think Chark gets involved, and I think Westbrook gets involved, and Fournette. And I think the line, the offensive line, is getting tired of hearing about how they are the weak link on the team and how they're severely overpaid or overdrafted. And I think they kind of nut up this week. Good. And I think they kind of show something. So, I think Jags fans are surprised with a little Christmas miracle, with a win at home at TIA Bank. I do think we win this one. And all joking aside, I'll joke it. I've convinced you. No i have convinced you. So really? the last uh, really? 21 minutes, i have convinced Joey for a win. I said
0: we're winning nine to three from the very That's beginning. True. Okay, you're right. My I bet. do think Minshew has a good game. Chark, obviously his connection. He got Didi involved last week, which I really like to see that because I think Didi's a good player that hasn't really gotten the looks that he should. He's had some drops, but I mean, I think they, they play well. What would the Jacks fans be happy with though? I mean, what is a good game for Minshew? Is it, is it they suck in the first half and he pulls it out again in the second, like at the last minute? I, mean? I
1: think Jags fans would rather lose and Minshew play well than win and Minshew play bad. So they're just
0: happy that he's in there. He's
1: going to yeah. sling it around. And honestly, gonna, I'm in that group. I agree. I would rather lose and Minshew play well and the defense can't do anything because we know the defense is not good. Um, and we don't know, you know if Miles Jack's playing, and we don't know, you know, Leon Jagos played pretty well. Uh, what's his name? Payne, Donald Payne played Dude, pretty well. The interior offense, the defensive yeah. line is the problem right now. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, but look, it, it, if Minshew plays well, Jack's fans are happy right. because he's the future. Um, if Minshew plays bad, then we're now in a position where we have two quarterbacks that we don't know if they're good or not. That's that's what scares me, man.
0: That's what makes my stomach hurt is the fact that. Minshew's shown the flashes he's he's won four games he's shown that he is way better than a six-round pick he is kind of what he was in college leading the NCAA in passing but what if he comes in and stinks it up for the next four games man that as a Jags fan like at this point it's like I
1: almost expect that to happen just so we can be like Cleveland I don't think that it's fair to evaluate either quarterback based on what we're seeing. But that's what everybody's doing though I know But they're not healthy. And okay, here's a positive note. Okay. I got one. Actually, I actually have a real positive note for you. This is actually real. Like mine were? Okay. No, yours was fake and terrible. (laughs) Quarterbacks the Chargers have beat. Ooh, I like this. Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Baker Mayfield. Not bad. Quarterbacks the Chargers have lost to. Duck Hodges. Who? And the Steelers' third round, third, oh, third fourth, third, round. third string quarterback, Andrew Locke. So, by that logic, Minshew is set up perfectly to win. It's a lock. I mean,
0: seriously, <laughs> like there, there's no better omen than that. Yeah. Dang, that's good.
1: So, I think that's our biggest positive note. Chargers have apparently cannot stop undrafted, or I'm sorry, late round drafted quarterbacks. And- I can guarantee you, you will not hear that anywhere else than right here. <laughs> hey, that's true. That's hey, why that's you tune so, in. That's solid
0: facts right there. That's, that's why we are the number one Jax podcast. You will not hear that no. anywhere. That's that's why it's straight facts,
1: homie. Yeah. To quote the late... Randy Moss? Jalen Ramsey.
0: Oh, straight facts. Yeah. Gotcha. That was a straight cash, homie. With no, no, Randy no, no, Moss. no, no. no. Yeah,
1: that, that was Randy Moss. But, no, no, it should be good. So that's, those are our predictions. Uh, we just wanted to get a quick episode in on um, what we think will happen in the Chargers game. Anything else you want to add about what you're expecting or what you think will happen in the Chargers game?
0: I mean, I, I expect to sit down on Sunday, enjoy the game, us win, enjoy Minshew. Good stuff will happen, bad stuff will happen. But we're going to come out on top this game, I have no doubt. I think it's a lock this is our win whatever happens the rest of the season happens but i think it's gonna be a good thing for the team this week bold prediction give us one bold prediction for this i think yes. shark gets two touchdowns and over 100 yards
1: nice i'm going to this is my bold prediction i'm gonna say that leon jacobs and quincy williams both get an interception
0: hmm. quincy williams yes how's he gonna intercept the ball when he's like sparing somebody <laughs> going to do it with <laughs> like one Head hand down up. bam hand up. Lock the ball up hand and down, catch it oh, yeah all right
1: quincy williams yeah. wow yeah that's it that is bold so it's, I mean, it's gonna happen um make sure that you follow us on twitter um you know what's sad about twitter is like i'm i'm the king of posting like video cut-ups like i it's not that i just love doing it yeah you would do it whether there was twitter there or not right there has been no clips to post because there's no highlight. There's been nothing. I've been like, like, mm. like. I've been like, I don't want to post a clip and be like, oh, oh, here's Foles fumbling the ball. Yeah, or yeah. or oh, here's DJ Chark making a great catch on the sideline. It's like, dude, we lost. Yeah. We got killed.
0: Or the guy that celebrates the first down
1: when you're down by like four touchdowns. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, first down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't it's want to be like, that guy. You don't want to post a clip where we're down 25 and you post the clip. It's like, uh, you know, give whatever. Um, but hey, look. Well, we're out there. We're posting stuff. And soon, when the season's over, we'll be posting uh, clips of potential draft draftees. Draft talk. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we've got two draft picks this year and next year. It's, I mean, I love it. I love yeah. it in the first round. Um, so, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, YouTube, we record these shows live. Uh, so, check us out on YouTube. We post them up there on YouTube um, for what it's worth. I mean, they're, they're probably pretty good. We have a Matt Jones jersey in the studio.
0: Plus, so. you get to see all the clips that we talk about, which – that's Honestly, true. that's my favorite part of the evening. My favorite part is looking at myself on YouTube. Well, you know. You know that's me. At least you're honest.
1: And the last uh, place is Instagram. Uh, we're we're a, little, we're a little light on Instagram, but we're there. And, um, you know, when you're scrolling through, you know, your list of followers, you want to see another Jack's podcast and the followers. Absolutely. So. Make sure you follow us there. Um, we're looking forward to the game. Should be good. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, hit us up with your Twitter comments, and we'll uh, talk about them on the air. Um, and um, appreciate you having Bye. you here, Joey. I am. It's great it's as always. As always. Yeah. And um, as always, go Jags. Go Jags.